Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we get to talk about circumcision. And uh, that's more of a challenge with a room full of junior high boys than this is. When we get past the kind of shock of the topic, it's very interesting and has incredible implications for how we understand the gospel and how we understand the old and new covenant tying together. So hang with me here and we'll try to get through this. Genesis 17 verse 1. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty, walk before me and be blameless, that I may make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. Then Abram fell on his face and God said to him, Behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said to Abram, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your offspring, after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall circumcise the flesh of their foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Every male throughout your generations, whether born in your house or bought with your money, from any foreigner who is not of your offspring, both he who is born in your house and he who is bought with your money shall surely be circumcised. So shall my covenant be in your flesh, an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. Wow, there is a lot there. And what we're talking about is God promising to make Abraham into a great nation as we've heard before. And this promise is going to have a twofold significance. One, it's going to have a very literal significance in the Old Testament. These things are going to actually literally happen in real time. And then there's going to be a spiritual reality that happens as the new covenant unfolds and as, as, as God's redemptive plan for the world kind of moves forward. This is not just any uh, multitude of nations. This is not just any group of offspring. This is not just any family. This is the family that God is going to use to deliver the Messiah, Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, the Redeemer of the world, to the earth. And so this is a royal line that is being established. This covenant is very important. And one of the things that is not lost on me is that you're going to have all the men in this family are going to have a sign right on their reproductive organ that reminds them that the reason that you are being multiplied, the reason that you are having offspring is not because you're doing this, but because I, God, am doing this through you according to my covenant and for my purposes. That's a great and incredible thought to consider. We're going to look at how he promises that Abraham will be the father of many nations, and he will be the father of Israel. The, the people of Abraham, Isaac, Isaac's son Jacob, and the 12 tribes of Jacob will become the literal people of Israel, Jews. And, and so that's happening in real time as the Old Testament unfolds. But later on, people who have faith in Christ, 
from every tribe, tongue, and nation, the Bible promises there will be people from every tribe, tongue, and nation, every corner of the globe, there will be representatives who have heard the gospel and responded by faith in Christ, and they will be grafted into Abraham's family, into the family of the promise, as that is expanded to include not just Israelites, not just Abraham's literal biological descendants, but to include anybody outside of that family who puts their faith in Christ and is therefore adopted into the family. It says that kings shall come from you, and literal kings will come from Abram. David is one of them, one of the greatest. But eventually, the king of kings will come from from Abram, and this king will usher in a kingdom that is not of this world. It has nothing to do not nothing to do, but it is way beyond literal Israel in the Old Testament. It says that he will give him and his family an everlasting possession, and he will. The land of Canaan will be theirs, just like the scriptures say. We'll see that unfold. But eventually, followers of Christ who are grafted in from every tribe, tongue, and nation into the family of Abraham, who are sons and daughters of God through covenant relationship with Jesus Christ, they will be giving an, given an everlasting possession in the new heavens and the new earth, which is truly everlasting and otherworldly. And this talks about physical circumcision. Well, eventually there will be a spiritual circumcision that takes place. Let me take you to the book of Romans chapter 2, verses 25 through 29. Paul writes, For circumcision in, is indeed is of value if you obey the law, but if you break the law, your circumcision becomes uncircumcision. So if a man who's uncircumcised keeps the precepts of the law... Will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? Then he who is physically uncircumcised but keeps the law will condemn you who have the written code, and circumcision will but break the law. For no one is Jew who is merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical. But a Jew is one inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart, by the spirit, not by the letter. His praise is not from man, but from God. This is very deep very complicated, but the essence of it is Abraham's covenant was dependent on Abraham and his family, his offspring being blameless. And if they are blameless, then the sign of the covenant, circumcision, is effective. But if they are not blameless, then they have not kept the covenant, and their blamelessness basically becomes the same as they're not being circumcised. So we're going to see that that the people of Israel cannot keep the covenant that's being established here. And so eventually God is going to send Christ, who's going to usher in a new covenant. And that new covenant is going to be one that's open to everybody, not just Jews. And it's going to be through faith in Christ, not through outward acts. And when somebody has faith in Christ, what Paul is saying is they have essentially had their heart circumcised. And so what God is interested Eventually, after the Old Testament culminates and is revised and fulfilled and, and made into the New Covenant, ultimately God is interested in the hearts of people being circumcised rather than them being physically circumcised. Wow. Lots there. I'm going to cut it off, and I'm going to put a couple links in the podcast. So if you want to study this more, you can do that. But it's incredible to see the gospel and the New Covenant foreshadowed and, and basically the groundwork laid for it way back here. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. It's amazing to consider how this entire narrative was put together. There's no way 
anybody could have come up with this story in over 1,500 years with various writers woven it together as perfectly as you have, laying the groundwork of the New Covenant in the Old Testament, embedding it in the Old Covenant, and uh, even a topic like circumcision, which sounds taboo initially, has great significance and gives us great hope because you've included us by faith in Christ in the family of Abraham so that we can be inheritors of that promise, not just in this world, but eternally. Pray that you would let that inspire us, shape us, mold us, help us to fall more in love with your word as we study these things. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th annual, Saturday, July 25th, through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.